Yay! Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another week of Always the Last to Know. I'm Ash. I'm Liz. And this week, we don't have Katie with us, unfortunately. She has a really bad migraine right now, so we're just letting her chill. Um, The funny thing about that (laughs) is that last week, we recorded this same episode, uh, and we had a 48-minute awesome discussion about this, and (laughs) my recording was the only one that was 48 minutes of silence, so... You know... Sometimes you win, sometimes Sometimes you lose. lose. (laughs) Sometimes you try new things to uh, make your recording experience better with a brand new laptop and everything, and then things just don't go as planned. So there's that. Um, (laughs) Because we, we, oh my God, I'm like, I feel like I have to remember everything that we talked about at the beginning of the last time we did this. Nah, this is new. This is Brew it up, girl. <laughs> so, uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you, everyone, for your patience in waiting for new episodes. Uh, I know everybody knows that life's been a little crazy, so we just needed a little bit of a break for our sanity, for Katie moving to a completely different state, for me learning the ins and outs of a brand new company that I'm now working with, um... I've so, been babysitting, painting, <laughs> and hiking, and... Liz has been getting herself right. Yeah, getting and, myself positively right for life. Yeah, and sometimes you just need to do that. Yeah. So thank you, everyone, for sticking around and waiting for <laughs> for this. We really, really were hoping to put this out last week, but technical difficulties and all. Last week, I don't think we got to mention, um, is it Wine and Crime? Oh, oh my God! Yes, wine right? and crime. <laughs> Katie, oh, uh, God, I know. I don't think we because I'm, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm the worst because Katie listens way more than I do. I know, I but I haven't listened to a podcast in a couple weeks, and I hate it. My soul needs it. Hey, me but too. They uh, gave a, they give shout outs at the end of their episodes, and We're Katie wrote in. <laughs> <laughs> Katie wrote in and asked if they would shout out the podcast, and they did. And honestly, it was like such a cool moment when Katie sent us a recording of like her listening to it in her car. Oh my god! So it was now we so need to adorable. put a promo together because they yes. said to. So we gotta figure that shit out. <laughs> gotta come in your way. Hey, hey. That was pretty awesome. Yes, thank so you that for was, that. Yeah, that was some fun stuff. Um, <clears throat> so. We are still going to be talking about systemic racism this week, and uh, I know that we started with redlining and with the history of the police, and both of those really tie into one another, but we're going to kind of like change up the gears here, and this week we're going to be talking about hair discrimination, (laughs) and I really wanted to do this one because I am part of the hair community, the hair industry, working as a hairstylist, Uh, so it kind of means a lot to me. Um... So, the first thing that I'm going to start off with is uh, the Tian Law of 1786. Now, (laughs) this was back in Louisiana before we purchased it. So, in the Louisiana and the Florida areas. (laughs) Do you like... I like how... Yeah, I liked how you did it. (laughs) Girl, you got that shit right. So, um... (laughs) 
back in that era. I'm sorry, I'm laughing so much. It's been sorry. a while since we've done this. I know. Um, I have had a couple, <laughs> you know, I've had a couple tequilas. <laughs> <laughs> so this was back in uh, the time when the, their, the Spanish controlled Florida and the Louisiana area. So... <clears throat> Charles III of Spain demanded that Governor Esteban Rodriguez Miro, uh, he was the Spanish army officer and governor of the Spanish-American provinces of Louisiana and Florida, uh, he wanted him to establish laws to keep public order and proper standards of morality. <laughs> and by that, he means, I want you to make up laws to stop white men from being so attracted to women of color like literally uh, that's what it was so that's where the tian law came out of now a tian is a type of head covering basically like a large piece of material tied or wrapped around the head to create like a kind of like turban um uh, and it was mo go ahead go ahead no it, like really you would you make mean? a whole law around like not wearing oh yeah, yeah uh, that like uh, women uh, had yeah. to fucking wear them and yeah. cover their hair yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's some fucking bullshit it's uh so it was worn by uh the creole women of african descent in louisiana beginning in the spanish colonial period and continuing to a lesser extent to the present day so these laws were put into effect as an edict of good government in the hopes of controlling women who, and I quote, had become too light-skinned or dressed too elegantly or who competed too freely with white women for status and thus threatened the social order. Yeah. Uh. <sighs> So, women of color of this time usually wore their hair in beautifully elaborate styles. They would also incorporate feathers and jewels into their hairstyles, and they really showcased the magic of, like, their stunning curls and their braided styles and everything. Mm -hmm. um, and to other people, apparently it made them appear wealthier than they were, and it attracted the attention of white men, which is exactly why it bothered Charles III. He didn't want his fucking precious status quo to be messed with. Oh my <sighs> god. So instead of letting people just, like, have their hair... Do he their thing, them. you know. Yeah. <laughs> he needs he needs it to be covered up. Oh, fuck it. Uh, I mean, like really, asshole. bro. The hair, like, uh, why? It's hair. <clears throat> so <laughs> so sorry that your hair can't do what their hair can. Yeah, so sorry so that sorry. you're bothered with your fucking boring ass hair. Yeah. Anyway, so this backfired, obviously. And instead of letting the law control and demean them, the women turned their head wraps into fashion statements. They fucking owned that shit. Of course they, they would. They would use scarves. <laughs> yeah, right? Thank you. Because they're women. Like, Thank you. Yeah, yes. we do. <laughs> we own it. <laughs> <laughs> they would use scarves that were beautiful reds, yellows, blues, and they would use imaginative wrapping techniques. Uh, they also used jewels, ribbons, and the finest materials that they could find to decorate them. And this enhanced their beauty instead of covering it up. And men continued to pursue them. Of course. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I was like, wow, way to fucking right? <laughs> put in a law that doesn't even work. Wow. Um, 
1803, the U.S. took ownership of Louisiana, and the these laws were no longer enforced. Um, but even then, enslaved and free women of color continued to wear their wraps as a symbol of resistance against white colonialism, and I fucking love that. By the end of the 19th century, though, many women of color began to straighten their hair in order to fit into a society that put too much stock into the Eurocentric idea of beauty. Um, And this leads me into my next topic, discrimination against women of color in relation to their natural hair uh, and protective styles at their places of employment and schools. Because we all know that this is a big one. Yeah. And I feel like for some reason, we he- we're starting to like hear even more and more stories of it. More and, you think and that- more every day. <laughs> You'd think that we were becoming more progressive, but we're not. Nope. Hey, <laughs> Trump is president right now, so which, what do you expect? <laughs> what an asshole. Uh, women of color have experienced discrimination of their hair for centuries, and the discrimination impedes their ability to work or focus on school in a productive manner. Also, not just school, their place of employment, too. So, I got a lot of information from the American Bar Association website about this. It's actually really handy, so... Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I've never been to their website before. Yeah, there's I have, a lot of really yeah. interesting information on there. I'm interested uh, to hear. Very, very detailed. <laughs> okay. So, a quote from their website. A recent study found that African-American women face the highest instances of hair discrimination and are more likely to be sent home from the workplace because of their hair. The study also <sighs> uncovered... Okay. Yeah. The study yeah. also uncovered 80% of African American women felt they needed to switch their hairstyle to align with more conservative standards in order to fit in at work. It's really sad to me that people feel the need to change who they are to just fit in at a place they where yeah. you work there, that's your life. You should absolutely be able to be who you are you. without people saying that your hairstyle is going to diminish your work ethic. Because in reality, nothing about the way that you look diminishes your work ethic. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I feel really strongly about that. In like every oh, sense. I could go down a whole tangent, but I'm, I'm saving the tornado. It's okay. <laughs> okay. <Hold on. laughs> I need to take a sip of wine. It's really hot in my bedroom. <laughs> Uh-uh. And Katie would say something smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone should know that Liz is wearing the type of glasses that Katie wears so that she's here in spirit with us. <laughs> Katie did hey. get a picture of that hey. before. Hey. Um, <laughs> all right. So on the American Bar Association website, they actually listed a bunch of different cases from workplaces and schools. So in 2017, Maya and Deanna Cook, twins from Massachusetts, had to serve detention when school officials determined that their braids violated school policy. (laughs) Yeah. Excuse me. Braids? Yeah. Violated a school policy. 
And I don't care if there were beads or anything in it. Yeah. It's not distracting. No one else's hair is distracting. So why are braids distracting? Because you know that that's what they tried to say. Um, We did actually, uh, I think for this one and the next one that I'm about to bring up, we did actually try to find out the policy, the actual policy for the school during the last episode. Um, And we can't find that information publicly. I'm also not entirely surprised that we couldn't find that information. So I wish I could give it to you, but... No uh, luck. Yeah. The next one. September 2018, a student was informed she was being expelled from Christ the King Middle School in Terrytown, Louisiana. Louisiana, of all places. Because her extensions, her braids, were unacceptable under their school code. <sighs> yeah. yeah. When I read that one, I was like, of course it's in fucking Louisiana. Yeah, of course it would yeah. be. Yeah. In December 2018, and, all right, so I, before we get into this one, I remember this one, because this one happened in New Jersey. Um, I know when we talked about this last time, you definitely remembered it too. Mm-hmm. And I looked up something else because I wanted to shed light to how it was handled. Shit. Okay, so in December 2018, Andrew Johnson, a New Jersey teenager, was made to cut his dreadlocks by a white referee to continue participating in his school's wrestling match. Uh. So in the last episode, we talked about how one of the ways that this could have been avoided was if he were just allowed to put, like, a swim cap over his dreads or some kind of a cap over his dreads, and then you have the the wrestling helmet on. We see that as being, like, literally the way to do this without having to traumatize a child, uh, because that's what he is. He's a child. He's a teenager, but he's still a child. Um, So, all right. So... <laughs> Sorry, everyone. My recording got messed up, and yeah, we're just gonna let that be. We're just gonna right, be so honest. I'm back into this. <laughs> so he was wearing uh, a cap on his hair already, and the ref still made him cut it, which is such bullshit. And I found out that the ref only was suspended for two seasons. What? Yeah, I kind of hate that he's allowed to. I mean, that was full on discrimination, and it was so fucked up. Like. You really didn't have to traumatize a child because that that's traumatic. It was in front of everyone and he forced him and it was filmed and everyone saw it on the internet. That is fucking traumatizing to a teenager and it literally didn't need to happen. So it pisses me off that he was only suspended for, uh, you know, two two seasons. seasons. It's pretty fucked up. Ah, So yeah, fuck him. January 2020, DeAndre Arnold, an 18-year-old at Barber's, Barber's Hills High School in Mont Bellevue, Texas, mm-hmm. was suspended from school for dreadlocks that he had started growing in the seventh grade in the same school district. He withdrew from that school district and enrolled elsewhere. Uh, 
the fact that from the seventh grade up until right? his senior year, he's 18 years old, he's been growing his hair out, and it has never been a problem up until then, is pretty fucked up. Yeah. Um, and the, it, I am sure that it was such an insane situation that that's, he wasn't comfortable being at that school anymore. That's why he changed school districts. Um, it's also, I think it's important to note that when you're in your senior year, it's never good to switch schools. Never. It doesn't really help with the uh, academics. Acad- yeah, academics. Yeah. The uh, college application process. I, that's pretty well known that like you don't really want to just move in the middle of your senior year. And it's fucked up that his hair is what did that to him. Because someone else had a problem after, what is that? For about six years. Right. Six years of having the same hair. So, here's where we have legal problems within our country as it relates to hair discrimination. In a 2017, in 2017, a case against Catastrophe Management Solutions was brought to the 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. They ruled against the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission when it held that the defendant banning dreadlocks in the workplace under a race-neutral grooming policy without more does not constitute intentional race-based discrimination. So basically the court is saying that not hiring someone or firing them because they have dreadlocks is totally legal because they're trying to portray it as a cleanliness thing instead of race-based. Yeah. In my notes, okay. I went. In my notes, I went. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> boo to that. Fuck that. So, insert here now. We have the Crown Coalition, an alliance of organizations including Dove, National Urban League, Color of Change, and the Western Center on Law and Poverty. They are dedicated to advancing anti-discrimination les- legislation. Crown stands for. Create a respectful and open world for natural hair. Mm. I know. I I like that. that. (laughs) (laughs) On July 3rd, 2019, California was the first state to pass the Crown Act. And totally remember when this happened. I was super excited about it. Um, it, (laughs) I love your excited noises. (laughs) 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 Um. (laughs) It updated the definition of race in the California Fair Employment and Housing Act and the California Education Code to be inclusive of traits historically associated with race, including but not limited to hair texture and protective styles. And I'm really glad that they put protective styles in there so that people don't have to get kicked out of schools and shit for having yeah. braids in their hair. Like, fuck yeah. you. Yeah, fuck uh, you. The act prevents grooming policies that may claim to be race neutral, but in reality disproportionately negatively affect people of color. On July 12th, 2019, the state of New York solidified the NYC Commission on Human Rights Legal Enforcement Guidance on Race Discrimination on the basis of hair and became the second state to pass the Crown Laws. 
Love New York. And then in December 19th of 2019, New Jersey became the third. (laughs) (laughs) New Jersey became the third state to enact an anti discrimination law to protect people of color facing discrimination based on their hairstyle. And if I'm remembering correctly from what I saw on the news after what happened with. the whole wrestling incident with yeah. Andrew Johnson. Um, I'm pretty sure that that incident was a pretty big catalyst for people wanting to push this law through here in New Jersey. Um, so NJ's Crown Act amends the New Jersey law against discrimination so that the term race includes traits historically associated with race, including hair texture, hair type, and protective hairstyles. Uh, There are 22 states right now that are considering passing their own version of the Crown Act. We have, I'm going to have such a hard time doing this without saying it like the 50 nifty United States song. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Do it, girl. (laughs) Colorado, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Liz is dancing, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, Oregon, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, and Wisconsin. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Really enjoyed your dancing in the background. <laughs> I wish everyone could have seen it. I know. <laughs> So, <laughs> sorry you didn't get to enjoy that wonderful yeah. moment. Maybe um, we'll do like a little TikTok or, oh wait, <laughs> it's going to be banned soon. We'll do like a boomerang. Um, I guess somebody has to buy it first for it to not be banned here. But let's just be honest. No <laughs> one buy it. Fuck that shit. It's no, lame. No, I uh, okay, actually no, kind I'm of sorry. Enjoy- I, I do too. I, I don't post them. videos. I just I don't either. scroll through. But... Uh, I watch them often. Like, (laughs) only a child would think of, like, banning this. He has a child's brain. Anyway, let's get his negativity out of here. Fuck that man. So, (laughs) December 5th, 2019, U.S. Senator Cory Booker, hello, my state senator, I voted for him, uh, introduced the Crown Act of 2019 on the federal level to prohibit Mm. discrimination based on natural and protective styles associated with people of African descent. This includes hair that is tightly coiled or tightly curled, locks, cornrows, twists, braids, bantu knots, and afros. It was only introduced and still needs to go through the House of Reps, the Senate, and to the President, and then it can become a law. Um, But if the President were to veto it because... He's a dipshit who I think would do that. <laughs> we can still get it passed. There's ways to override him. Um, okay, good. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. And I really hope that, I mean, this year's kind of a shitty fucking year, but I really hope that maybe next year the world just hits like a big reset button and we can push through shit like this that matters. Right. <sighs> I hope. Yeah. And so now, with that all, I want to just have, like, a discussion between us about 
so I'm a hairstylist and as of now with everything that's going on with Black Lives Matter, a lot of the hair industry has been called out for their lack of knowledge of working with textured hair. Um, and the, what was I saying? Um, textured hair. Yeah. So being called out for that, uh, also being called out for not giving good representation in the beauty industry when it comes to, uh, models and how they get treated at like fashion week and shit like that when somebody comes in uh and you have a stylist who doesn't know how to work with that texture and then there's i've literally read a story where a girl was sitting there waiting for someone to start working on her hair they left her to last everyone else all the white models there had these like intricate styles and everything and then like she said just with her experience that she could tell that the person doing her hair had absolutely no idea what they were doing. And she just had this like really weird, like pulled up messy, like ponytail that looked like no effort was put into it. Um, and you know, that's really hurtful for yeah. people to have to experience something like that. So a lot of the hair industry, a lot of companies now are trying to focus more on trying to not discriminate and trying to put more classes out there as far as teaching how to work with textured hair. Um, a lot of people in the beauty industry have been straight up called out for their racism and I'm here for it. But also, on a personal Thank level, you. yeah, no, there's been some people <laughs> that uh, were pretty big in the scene and fully got called out, and uh, it's... I'm glad. It, yeah, it, it, it was very satisfying. Um, I knew there was a reason I didn't like him. Anyway, <laughs> so, on a personal level, for me, and a lot of other just normal, everyday stylists... Um, the schools that we all go to seriously lack in the education of teaching more beyond just the basic, straight, very Eurocentric idea of what hair should be. Um, I mean, they barely even go into, like, men's haircutting and they teach barbers. Like, it, it just, none of it makes sense. The whole industry needs a huge fucking update. Um, so you don't really get taught how to work with textured hair. And it fucking blows. Um, but on a personal level, I'm going to try to do better at taking classes to teach me how to better work with textured hair. Actually, I fucking love working on curly hair. But I need to learn how to better work with tighter textures. And that's on me now. Because I'm not in school anymore. I've been a hairstylist for seven fucking years now. Um, ah, it's a little difficult right now because we can't really do in-person classes. There's actually a class I really want to take uh, for the Rizzo cut, which is this like beautiful fucking way to cut uh, curly hairstyles. And I'm really excited to take that class in person once we're allowed to again, uh, post-COVID craziness. Uh, but 
you know, I, I'm glad that these conversations are being had within the industry because it's really fucking important and people should be able to walk into any salon and get like a fucking blowout or get their hair set and styled mm-hmm. the way that they like it without having awkward situations happen. And I know that I want to be a person who starts making that difference, at least in my area. Um I just started working for Fox and Jane, and they are all about being extremely inclusive. And even they, with the uh, dress code project, which is a way for us to be more gender affirming in the salon uh, and with our verbiage, you know, even with that, we we as a company still have work to do as far mm-hmm. as education for things like that. Um, but I am glad to be working for a company that realizes it and is actually trying to do something about it now uh, and give us that education through the internet because right now we can't really do <laughs> classes in person. Um, but that kind of leads me into you and the way that you have stepped up and have learned how to do your future hubby's hair. Talk to me about that. Hey, hey. Hubby, hubby, hubby hair. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, honestly, like the shit that you do with Gus's Honestly, hair is though. Okay, so, but, okay, so I've been French braiding, braiding, uh, playing with hair, styling, not like, well, yeah, color, but like, Ashley's been doing my hair color since I was 16, <laughs> so. <laughs> true, true. True. You were, like, 15 then, <laughs> Born right? to be a hairstylist. Yeah. Born to be a hairstylist, 15 years old in the dorm room. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but I learned to do cornrows when I dated someone uh, back in the day who preferred that hairstyle, like, 24-7 as much as possible, and those were, like, <laughs> super fun to do, so I, like, learned how to do that. They look like they're super fun to do, but also difficult. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's super difficult. Like, I'm you gotta have like tiny fingers. <laughs> and then um, with Gus, it uh, you know it's expensive to get your hair treaded, and like it's hard to find like the right people that do it. So I was like, well, I already know how to French braid. I already know how to like cornrow. Like, might as well learn to dread. <laughs> might as well. Uh, so I went with him, it it literally is, I went with him, like, a couple times to the guy who actually does it, and he taught me how to do it, but then I've also, also have followed, like, a bunch of people on Instagram. Ooh, Um, yeah, tell us, plug some of their names, um, Universe, yeah, we'll, we'll post their things, Yeah. so... The first dude I followed was Universe. I couldn't think of it last time. And then he, like, came up and I was like, yeah. I always hate when I forget people's Instagram handles. And then, like, it'll just randomly pop up, like, days later. I'm like, where were you in my brain when I needed you? (laughs) Um, It's Universe underscore of underscore naps. And that's K-N-A-P-P-S. Nice. And uh, I believe his name is Damien because it says I am Damien. I am Damien, lover of God, hair growth, success, and peace. <laughs> um, love you, dude. Um, but I really learned from him 
and Napstar. Hold on, I want to make sure that's the right thing. Napstar underscore NYC. It is a woman. I don't know. I am pretty name. sure that you've sent me her work before, and it's absolutely incredible. It is. Ab her dye work is incredible. She does installs for like uh, lock lock extensions or like beginners locks um over overgrown locks um different styles uh she yeah girl you got it going on um <laughs> yeah i follow her constantly and she constantly posts like every day i feel like and she does really good videos so girl keep doing that shit Goodbye, yeah. and I can't wait for the next time I'm in, y in NYC because I want to book Gus to go to her. <gasps> Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. You like, should surprise yes. him. It's a good thing yes. that our men don't really listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm uh, definitely thought about that because I was like, we went to New York and he, remember I told you he went to go get like a little trim on the side, whatever, yeah, it didn't and they really go fucked well. his shit up. I remember, uh, <laughs> you got to my place and you were like can you fix this lineup and then I looked at it and I was like bro if I try to fix this we're gonna be taking your hair back more you just need to let the other side grow in like yeah they fucked it he did up. though he did he did for like three four months he yeah. let it grow in he didn't touch it oof I was uh, like I was like you don't want me to fix this cause yeah, the nah, other side's he, gonna go far back trust me he's glad that he you yeah. gave him that advice trust me <laughs> I, like, I know <laughs> So yeah, next time we're in New York, because he loved that trip, uh, I'm definitely going to book him a good hair appointment. Hell yeah. And I, y'all, we're going to, I'm going to post some pictures of, can you send me pictures of Oh stuff yeah, I have pictures and videos. Fuck oh yeah. definitely. Liz does some pretty awesome designs, and it's really great. And uh, yeah. you know, I'm sure that Gus really appreciates you learning how to do that. I think it's fucking impressive I, that you learned how to do it. Girl, I'll teach you how to do it. Next yeah. time, uh, hopefully, maybe, like, when we're in New York. Uh, well, I don't know, because if he already gets prepared, then he won't be able to do it. <laughs> but there'll be a point in time where yeah. we can well, sit down. next year for our wedding. Yeah. We picked a new date. We picked a new date. Oh, yeah, I brought this up uh, last time we re recorded this episode. Oh, yeah, because so, of COVID. Due to COVID and the fact that Dan has a lot of family members in the Philippines and almost everyone in our wedding party is from a state that's a hot spot right now. <laughs> we decided to push our wedding to next year. Dan and I are still getting oh. married this year, but next October, October 16th, which is... We were supposed to get married October 17th this year, so, you know, just Perfect. one day before, but still on a Saturday, which I love. Um, yep. We just chose that date today, so, yay, COVID. Well, but when you guys are up here for the wedding, show me some shit. <laughs> um, so, like, I guess this is, like, a good time and probably pretty cool because we are recording. Katie's going to love this. Um, I'm going to still be at your wedding this October 17th. I'm going to quarantine for two weeks. What? Katie and I have been secretly planning it. We already have matching outfits. Oh um, my god! <laughs> oh yep. My god. Katie's been looking up Airbnbs. Uh, 
I don't know if I'm going to drive or fly yet because if I drive, I'm going to bring Felix. So Felix might be in attendance and we can bring Chalupa <laughs> if you want us all at the courthouse. Oh my God. And then I'm also going to be able to photograph you and <gasps> yep. Cause I have my camera. Oh my so like, God. <laughs> if people can't tell, I am like crying right now. Girl, I ain't missing this shit because oh I know God. you ain't missing mine. <laughs> so, Liz and Katie are both my maids of honor, and Katie. Girl, you think I'm gonna miss this? Nah. Oh we, I was immediately like, Katie, I ain't missing this. I am not missing this. Oh I will walk if I have to. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. I will walk for two weeks. <laughs> Oh my god. So Katie and Liz are both my maids of honor. Obviously, I couldn't fucking pick between the two of them. So it sucks because Liz is in Georgia and you currently have to quarantine for two weeks if you come to New Jersey from that state. Katie, however, lives in Pennsylvania and does not have to. So this entire time, I thought only Katie was going to be able to come. I'm so fucking happy right now. Oh my uh, god. Uh, uh, you just I just <laughs> found that out on air, so you all just got to hear some good genuine emotion. That I know. Great. Holy shit, I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't <sighs> wait. <laughs> oh my god. God damn. I mean, I guess now's a good time to wrap, wrap up the episode. Well, on that note <laughs> on that, Um Thank you, everyone, for joining us for this conversation. Hair discrimination is really fucking terrible, and no one should ever have to be told that they can't work or they can't go to school or they can't do their fucking after-school activity or sport because of the way their hair is. We should be able to listen. If girls with long hair can play sports... Thank you. People with dreads can play sports, and everyone can... Suck it the fuck up and deal with it if they don't like it. Um, I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. <laughs> hope you enjoyed we'll, it. <laughs> we'll be back next week with uh, yeah. some more shit that we were the last to find out about. All right. Good night, everybody. Toodaloo's. <laughs> <laughs>